We are here live on the Nine to Fivers podcast. Welcome back, Barry Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Do you want to loosen up? Say, I wanted to say something dramatic. Like, do you know if you've ever watched Family Guys? Like, this is Nina Shakawi, and then she's just reported to something that happens. But yeah, welcome back to the Nine to Fivers, guys. It's been what up? What up? It feels like it's been a minute since we last recorded. I know it was just last week, but this weekend has been turnt. We've got some recovering alcoholics in the room here. Give yourselves a clap. Hey. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, yeah, the weekend was a madness store. Yeah. But, you know, everyone's just trying to rescue someone, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> COVID and all that stuff. So, now for real, man. Yeah, man. I, I enjoyed myself. That uh, was good, man. I had a good weekend. It was turnt. Turnt? Turnt? <laughs> Birthday, <laughs> girl. Turnt. <laughs> uh, that was good. I enjoyed yeah, my weekend. Smooth, it was smooth, dope. Smooth, smooth. Um, yeah, man, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened this week, innit? Oh, so thanks. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah, shout out. Before we start, shout out um, YFMF on your event. It was dope. Even though they tried to shake you guys, you still had it down. <laughs> so congratulations. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, this week, the first question, obviously there's been loads of stuff that's happened this week, but the first question, yeah, that was kind of, as they say, grinding my gears is, why can't there be... Like on tick boxes, yeah. Whenever you go to a job interview, even online, everyone in this room's got, you know, British passports. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, I got both. <laughs> but yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like on tick boxes, it, it always says black British or black other or black Caribbean, black African, whatever. But it never says black English. And I was like, why is that? Like, why is that a thing? Like, why can't you be black English? Because a lot of us, I wasn't, but a lot of our, a lot of us, and a lot of my friends, a lot of people that I know were born in London, England. So why can't you be? Black English, it's always black British. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I, was, yeah. I was thinking, like, has no one ever ever asked that question or thought, why I'm none of these? Like, I'm black English. Do you get what I'm saying? Everyone just ticks, mm. oh, black British, but literally there's a box that says English. So why can't you be that? Even if it's not black English, if it's just English. <laughs> but no one will ever tick that box in it. Yeah, They'll just yeah, go for yeah, black yeah. British. And I was thinking, why is that? So what are the terms that we found for black British? What did you find, T? So basically, according to Google, yeah, it says English is just for those things that are of England only, yeah, including the language. Even though it is used in other parts of the world, is only in England. British is of things that are of the entire U- United Kingdom generally. So British includes English things and others. So, like English is just for people England, the yeah, people of England. Okay. So Brit- British is the whole United Kingdom. All over the world, so okay, so that's, that's why the they difference. Say yeah, British passport. I don't know how factual English. this is. This is yeah. according to Google. So okay, what about you? What about you two, Todd? Uh, I was saying English is a nationality and not an ethnicity. Yeah. So the original English people are made up of many ethnicities. You know, Celtics, Saxons, Vikings, yada yada. Um, nobody has a problem calling a white person. Or a European person, English. English, yeah. But when it comes to black people, like, that's not the case. Not that it's a race thing, but I yeah. just thought it was a very interesting mm-hmm. question to ask mm-hmm. because it's like, if I go into a German interview, yeah, and I was born in London, raised my whole life in England, not in Wales, not in Scotland or Ireland, why can't I just take English? You know what I mean? Or why does it have to be black British? Why can't it just be British? Mm-hmm. Why do you need to know that I am black? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I thought it's a bit, it's not necessarily problematic, but it's a thing that you could address. Because British is British. What does your colour have to do with it? Well, you know like what I'm saying? It puts you in a box. Yeah, like, it, I think I, it mm. further, like, you know, seg- not segregates, but, you know, like, separates <coughs> people into different pigeonholes, basically. So mm-hmm. I think that thing where you're supposed to 
tick or like what ethnicity or whatever oh, is supposed okay. to be for I don't know figures. Okay. So if you if you're saying like you know you're recruiting a certain amount, like how would you oh, know if you don't have ethnic, those ethnic people? Those, okay, yeah. Well, that's what they say anyway. But okay. Apparently, you're not. You don't have to. Take, you don't have to take yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not by force. Yeah, so I prefer not it. to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you can put that. Like, even yeah. gender, you can put. Yeah, I prefer yeah, yeah. not to say. Mm-hmm. But um, I just thought it was an interesting point to like obviously assess, isn't it? Because. Up until now, like, it took me a good, what, 20-something years to think, why is it like that? But obviously, you made a very good point in terms of if they're trying to meet ethnic diversity, they might, well, obviously, this is unproven, give you, might give you a chance or give yeah, you an yeah. interview or give you a callback. But I was thinking, why can't it just be that? Or, you know, <coughs> even moving on from that particular point, yeah, I know people are going to be like, no, da, 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 people are too PC and too offensive, but... Even when I look at flags, it's a bit mad. Like I was driving past here, and near my house, someone had like um, an English flag, like an England England flag. I'm not gonna say English England flag, mm-hmm. like flying high, hanging out their window. I was thinking, for some reason, yeah, it's just the connotation in it. Not that I think people that have, you know, England flags are all like this, but it's the the connotation I got from it as soon as I saw it was just hooliganism. Like that's it, like football <laughs> hooligan got England's hatching on his arms, that skinhead. That's like, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, what I got. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying those people are bad people, or whatever. They might just be very proud of the English flag, in it. But mm-hmm. I don't get necessarily get that same feeling when I look at a British flag. I was thinking, why is that? You don't though? see that very often, do you? You don't see that. Like yeah. obviously, at my workplace, there's a massive British flag, but I see it. and I'm just like, cool. But if that's an English flag, I'm like, why is it just English? Mm. You know what I mean? Like British. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't, know, I don't know if anyone has this. Anyone else has this kind of feeling? And it's not because of this whole, you know, Black Lives Matter. They say movement, but all the things happening with Black Lives Matter. But it just in general, I've always kind of felt like that. Like, you have an England flag, people having it out there, outside their windows in the house. I was just thinking, for some reason, I have this weird sense of these people who look at Even if that's not the case, I'll see a British flag. And I'm like, yeah, it's dope. You know what I mean? This is us. Like, mm-hmm. we go to the Olympics and it's Team GB. You know what I mean? It's not Team England. It's Team GB, so it's like, oh, it's proud representation of everyone. Mm-hmm. And usually, obviously it's changed now, but usually when you, whenever you see the Olympics team, for as long as I can remember, it's been quite diverse in the people they've had in it. Whereas, I think if you go back to Euro 96, the England football team, there wasn't that many black players in the team. You got what I'm saying? Obviously now it's Manham. You've got Raheem Sterling. You know what I mean? You had Daniel Sturridge, Daniel Welbeck <laughs> at some point. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of people that look like you that are in the team. Yeah, yeah. But before, it wasn't that much of a representation in it. So I don't know... If that, like, inadvertently has contributed to the way I perceive the flags, if that makes any sense mm-hmm. to you. So, obviously, what are your guys' points on it? I, I don't, I don't want to necessarily feel like I'm the odd one out. But even if I am, it's just weird that I do particularly feel like that whenever I look at those flags. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I think it's completely valid. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whenever I see those flags, it's like, yeah, something just triggers me inside. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's mad because we live in England, mm. so it shouldn't be abnormal to see English flags. Bro. But I think, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, some of the skinheads you see, <laughs> they are like, you know, coming oh, with the thing. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and that's not all people, isn't it? Because I'm not I'm trying saying, to put throw everyone into a box. I never speak in like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 for sure. But... It's just unfortunate certain people like perpetuate that um, that stereotype, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just it's weird because yeah, as you as you mentioned, you never really see like British flags like that. And yeah, I think it does make sense though. If you mm. live in England, you shouldn't expect to see English. England, flags. Of course, of but course, I think it's yeah. what, as you said, it's the connotations that yeah. are around it. Mm-hmm. So I just um, thought it was definitely an interesting point. What about you, T? Have you never really had that when you walk past flags or? Not it's really. not really something. Yeah, it's not. It's okay. not really bothered me. That's yeah. that's them being patriotic yeah, towards yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
I think because you guys are into football and stuff like that, so you guys, <laughs> what is, <laughs> so I don't see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get what you mean, because it, because they're trying to be separate and everything like that. I'm English. Yeah. You know I mean? like, so I'm English. I'm proud to be English. English yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. me. That's just the patriarchy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. so that's the patriarchy behind it. It's like similar to the Confederate flag. That's them too. That's mad though. But yeah, like so that, that's what I thought. Yeah. I just thought it was, a, it was an interesting point because even. Even when you go abroad, like there's certain stigmas they have of English people, like you're just drunk hooligans, in it. I was reading about because <laughs> they're the loudest, player, yeah, like you know, like Harry Maguire's case. You know, like oh, we just treated him like any other drunk English person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, they proper like zoomed in on that one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking it's mad that other people had that perception, but me living here, and I had that perception. is mad. You know what I mean? Even though I don't necessarily see it all the time. I kind of grown up around that area of Euro '96 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, no, nah, that's all I ever used to associate. Pub, pub guys that were on making just making noise, noise and just <laughs> be yeah. hooligans. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. you see a British flag and it's like completely different. So obviously, not that I'm tearing anything down, but it's just it's mad how those stigmas are created and it's kind of like subconsciously with certain people. So yeah, like facts. myself, in it. Obviously, I'm not gonna be like go to someone's house and be like take it down. No. But I might, I might just be like, it's mad that you got that. But I was thinking, it's mad that I feel that way, though. And I've never okay. really... Okay, I wouldn't go to that extent. No, no, not that I would ever do yeah, that. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? But some people might be like, nah, they shouldn't be allowed to hang that up. No, not take it down, but yeah. um, even feel like having a flag up is wrong. I wouldn't say that. No, no, no. But people should be allowed to flag whatever yeah, they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. For me, it would depend on, like, knowing a person. So... Yeah. If I knew a person and I knew they were cool, if I saw an English flag in the house, it wouldn't be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But more time, when I see an English flag, sometimes you just have certain connotations yeah. or something yeah. like if you didn't know them you'd be like, like, like yeah. oh, these little just because of what you know yeah. has been associated with it in the past mm-hmm. you know yeah oh you know all these bloody immigrants I think it's just tainted yeah it's just tainted you know what I mean yeah whenever you see that you, it just taints the image you exactly. have that it's, it's permanently there it's like yeah. even though you're not thinking of it it's subconscious so. yeah because yeah. I guess in a racist mind they don't feel the English cl- um, flag is like inclusive mm-hmm. it's just like you know you have to be white yeah yeah this is what it represents yeah Totally. But I if you that. believe it represents, you know, English people, then... And it's mad, though, because obviously the Great Britain represents the whole of the UK, but if anyone's ever seen this film, going as, going deeper than what you were saying there, there's a film called The Last King of Scotland. Oh, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. about the dictator. Is it, um, was it Idi Amin? I think it was based yeah. on. And the guy obviously goes to work as a volunteer, as, like, you know, the Red Cross or whatever. And then basically just captured all of them, like, and he was just like, oh, like, I think he was going to basically kill them or torture them or whatever... He's like, wait, 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 stop, stop. And he was like, what? That? So Idi Amin was like, what country are you from? He's like, Scotland. Yeah. And he goes, oh, why didn't you say? He's like, go, 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 you know what I mean? But it's just like, people have that stigma. Yeah, like, yeah, if you're yeah, English, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we don't want you here. You're a problem, mm. problem in it. So, yeah, like, I just feel like, I don't know if anyone else has this. It would be good if people comment and be like, yeah, you know, I agree with yeah. that. Or, nah, it's never really affected me. But I just thought that was an interesting point. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, why can't you be black English and as far as two turns said, it's like whenever we see the English flag, it's like it's associated with white Europeans or you're just, you're just white. You know what I mean? It's got not, nothing really to do with black people. When you see a British flag, it's like it's inclusive of everyone. You know what I mean? I've never had anything negative or like felt a way like this holds negative stereotypes. Even if it does, I've mm-hmm. never felt that way towards it. Mm. But when I see English flags, like oh, these little hooligans, or, <laughs> you know, they, they just they just they want themselves to be just white English and that's it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I thought that was an interesting talking point. But well, obviously, moving on to the other parts that, or the other things that have been happening this week. Obviously, there was a sad news of the Black Panther dying, passing crazy, away. Like, crazy. and he had like an ongoing 
illness. It was a colon disease. Yeah, colon cancer. So, oh, colon cancer. Sorry, my apologies. But yeah, so and it just turned out he'd been living with it for for time, That's... and no one knew. So, like when I, when I woke up, it's always whenever I wake up, you see it. Like obviously, we've had news of other people passing. Mm-hmm. Kobe's one, I think, was during the day and whatever. I've seen that and. Yeah, like his one, it just got up and it was like, it didn't really seem real. I was just like, why are people yeah, posting just, rubbish? Yeah, like, it's crazy, I was thinking bro. people always posting rubbish. Like, you know, sometimes you'll see something and then it'll be like people just trying to be funny. Like, I think last year, like Mike Tyson's dead. Like, Mike Tyson's oh, not dead. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? That was that mad. One, yeah. And then, obviously, I saw this and at first, I didn't really think it was real. Then two people sent it to me. And I was just like, raw, like, my, like, he actually died. Like, it's mad. You know what I mean? I was, it's not someone, he was never at the forefront of my mind of, oh, he's going to be fine or whatever. It's just like, oh, there'll be a black fan for two some, sometimes, mm-hmm. done line, yeah, he probably, he ended up dying, and it just for me it just seemed to be, I don't know, man. It just it just seemed to show the importance of making sure you enjoy everything that you're doing while you're while you're here, in it. Because yeah. obviously he knew what he was living with, but no one else did. Mm-hmm. And from from the work that he left behind, it seemed like he really put a lot of effort and enjoyment into everything that he did. Obviously, having the the lifestyle of an actor, I'm sure it'd be fun, but it'd be a lot of stress mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, and it'd be easy just to kind of go off the rails. But he seemed to be really good in a lot of the roles. And he had a lot of substantial roles that he played oh, in. And he, he did really well in. So, yeah, like I think it's, it's so important to definitely enjoy and put as much effort as you can, like, humanly possible into things that you've got available to you while you still have the good health to do. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. What did, what did you feel? What did you feel about that, that particular situation? And him just being in so many roles. Because in the space of... Six years, I, I'm sure he's been in so many. Nice. You know what I mean? He had one, I think it's called Three Bridges that was on Netflix recently. I think I watched that as well. It was pretty good. And I was just like, yeah, he's done a lot considering that he was sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's a mad one because he's been part of, you know, one of the most significant films in Black History. Oh, for before, sure. Like, <laughs> for sure, man. Especially in this generation, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. And as the lead role as well, he was like a symbol things could get better or like what things could be or you know the progression we're making yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know it's had so many different effects from like our generation to like the kids like who they can even look up to representation all that different stuff and you know the the passion and the energy he brought to the role um yeah man it was just admirable and then mm-hmm. you find out He's actually been, he's had this <laughs> colon disease all this time. time yeah. And then you look back at all his past um, roles. Yeah. It's, it's, it's truly amazing, to be honest. And yeah. yeah, man, it just shows you, man. 43, he was, like, people can go at any moment. Yeah. So, yeah, man. That's that's my two cents. No, no it was, yeah, it was sad, man. But it's just, it's even that, because obviously, no one was making any jokes or anything like that, but it's just like, you know... Um, it just shows that he was still, even though in his suffering, he was still trying to do any everything in his utmost, utmost power in it. Because obviously, I think one of the points that we put there was like some people will be ill, but it won't be that serious. But they'll use it to kind of just be off for time mm. and not really want to do anything. You know what I mean? It's because oh, well, I deserve a rest. You know what I mean? But then here you have someone fully like not gonna recover from whatever he's got. And he's not making any excuses, you know what I mean? Because he could have put out a statement time ago, like, I'm yeah, suffering yeah, from yeah. this. Just mm-hmm. shows his strength. And then people would have so. kind of had to, not necessarily pander, but be more considerate towards him. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, man, like, he's sick. Like, you know, like, we need to give him special treatment. But it didn't seem like mm-hmm. he put it out there. And he was still working, like, extremely hard, innit? So. Oh, yeah, it's true, man. Like, it just, yeah, it just goes to show you, like, when you truly find something that you're passionate for, like, through sickness, like, through whatever, you find a way to do it because yeah. it's something that actually 
gives you energy to get up in the morning, you know what I mean? And and yeah, give your best. And oh. yeah, I guess it's like, you know, <laughs> something we can take for our own lives. Yeah. Because as you mentioned, like some of us, if we got like maybe not even a condition as serious as that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you'll be jumping at the chance for us to go just see. be off a time. But obviously, you know I think saying? COVID has changed that now. People mm. probably want to go back to work. But even yeah, yeah, so, but you I still mean, get some general, people yeah, that'd yeah. be like, yeah, nah, man, I'm taking it off or whatever. But, but I think that even like obviously some people were off for COVID, but then they wanted to go back to work. But then like two weeks into the job, like ah, oh, this yeah, is kind of lovely. Yeah, 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 for real. So for real. obviously, it's hard to find out what you yeah. you're really passionate about and what will really give you energy. But um. Yeah, just even this shows you that you should always like keep pursuing that. Keep pushing, man. That, um, that goal. And, and yeah, man. Even in the essence of him, though, like it just showed what kind of strong character he was, isn't it? Because he's fully suffering. Like, obviously, I think his wife was the only person, and maybe some of his family, but mm. suffering in silence, isn't it? So it's like, like he's he's not even. There wasn't a time. There was only one time. There was one video that um was sent. I was looking at. And he was proper, like, just skinny, in it? And everyone was just like, oh, he's vegan now. He's working out for a role, yada, yada, yada. And obviously, the only time, other time I've ever seen that was 50 Cent. There was a, room, oh, there yeah, was a yeah, film yeah. where he went proper skinny. And everyone was like, is this guy sick? And then he did the role, put the weight back on. But he oh, never for that really seemed, film, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he never really seemed to recover from it. And then you never really saw anything. But being on media, there's always a new story every day. So people forget. Yeah, yeah, facts. So it's like, we've seen that video. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll be fine. He's preparing for a role, in it, And then people kind of forgot. But it's just like, even though we don't know him on that level, it's like, anyone could be going through anything like that. You know what I mean? And it's just the essence of, I definitely, I always reiterate this. You just need to be better on checking up on people. Because sometimes I can get so caught up with whatever I'm doing. Like, they can't bother to call me. Why am I calling them? You know what I mean? And it's a, it's a bit of a selfish attitude to have. Like, if it's not my immediate friends, I might not necessarily go out of my way to reach out in it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people won't pick up your call. Oh, it's yeah. not intentional. Mm-hmm. But it's like, again, it's getting that sense of the world doesn't revolve around you. People mm-hmm. might actually be going through stuff. They might not necessarily want to talk to you. Just drop them a text. Same you know thing saying? with the COVID stuff as well. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Sim- yeah, similar similar circumstances. Mm-hmm. So it was just like him suffering in, in silence there. Yeah. Obviously, we spoke about, or we, we noted, noted the points of, like, are there really any pros and cons? There's For me, there's so much more. I say the pro is if you want to just keep it to yourself, no one knows in it. And they're not going to treat you any differently to how they normally treat you. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I think there's more cons in the sense of, because people don't know, they're going to be selfish in their own right because they don't know what's going on with you. So they'll be like, oh, why are you not doing this, man? Oh, you need to eat. You know what I mean? Because I think that's another thing that's popped up in black culture, like um, slim, sh- they got, I think it's called slim shaming. Like when people are too, it's more so in women, but I think in general, when people are too slim or skinny, the first thing you hear when you go into any kind of house is, oh, why don't you eat? Like, you need to eat, you know what I mean? And it's not it's not people trying to be rude. Yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. like, you look sick, man. You need to eat, you know what I mean? So. That's one of the cons. People don't even know what you're going through if you're if you're that jaunt or scrawny, you know what I mean? And then the other the other con is not when you're keeping it to yourself, not being able to share an issue sometimes can eat, eat away at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could be you could be frustrated or annoyed because people don't understand what you're going through. And I feel like his family must have dealt dealt with a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely hold, like holding definitely that like in. a lot of downs yeah. like for him that other people might not necessarily mm-hmm. see. And obviously I don't know, man. I think the the biggest con for me is people not being able to value you enough because they don't know what you're going through, especially mm. if it's terminal terminal illness. That's a con, in it? Because people, I, I definitely think people did give him a lot of flowers while he was still here. But I feel like more people might have even just been like, nah, man, you really, are, your film did this for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know he got a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But you can imagine like his last maybe few weeks, if, if it was like, I know no one wants anyone to feel sorry for themselves, but just 
inundated like I remember you did this for my son blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean yeah. it's just like you're feeling the love and it's just mad so I think it's partly to do with you don't want to be remembered as oh I'm the sick person yeah mm-hmm. or, you don't yeah, want to take or my legacy. everyone's feeling sorry for me or giving me this role because I'm sick mm. yeah, you facts. wanted everyone to know him for him genuinely mm. not because of his illness. illness he wanted to be separate from his illness, illness yeah. so uh, yeah that's true and I, I think this is a problem a lot especially well, I'm part of the African community, so. Yeah. But in the African community, or not, I know, like, people go through things all the time. And then yeah. And they just you don't hear anything, it. and yeah. you just hear, like, oh, so-and-so is dead. Dad, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for real. Like, oh, why didn't you say nothing? Why didn't you say, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And you could be your closest friend, yeah. man. Like, that's why even when I was talking, I think, last year, on that episode, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you was going through your situation with, with your pops and that. And obviously, you end up telling us, but you didn't leave it late or anything, but it's like, oh, damn, like, I didn't even know you was No, yeah, yeah, you know I know, I, mean? I know, yeah. And same thing with me, like, mm. I dipped. Like, no one knew I was. And then people, there's only, like, maybe three or four. And it's not to, you know, call out any of my friends, because at the end of the day, I might not speak to anyone for time, but it's only, like, two people that are on my case. Like, yo, where you at, man? Like, I've been mm. trying to call you, you know what I mean? So no one really knows the stuff that you're going through. So talk less of you being a person that's actually got the illness, you know what I mean? No, if you're facts. just like, no, man, I don't want to say nothing, like, I'm fine, you know what I mean? Like, it's mad. It's actually mad. It's, it's a sad situation because. You know, again, like we was discussing, I said 2020, people won't see the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's not me, like, but it's just, it's sad because it's just so sudden for some people. Like, oh, this guy was, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's just, you know, I think the people that are still here just definitely live, need to do everything they can to the maximum potential. Obviously, you get days where you're a bit down or a bit slack, but as long as you've got good health, man, it's priceless. Oh, you know what I'm saying? 100%. So, so, um, obviously, people are talking online about it and they're like, you know, this is why it's important not for you for people not to judge other people so harshly. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. know, don't be harsh in your comments or calling people out unnecessarily because you never know what anyone's going through. So Yeah, literally. So when they were skinny shaming him as he, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knew he was actually sick. Killed, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like but people were still going ham. Yeah. So it's one of them ones, man, because there's certain things you can see and you can comment on, but there's other things that you can't see, like the mental health aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then when it's that person like commits suicide now. Now you're the same no, person. No, yeah, oh, you know, yeah, man. I was, you know what I mean? People shouldn't yeah, have been yeah, talking yeah. like that. Like, everyone needs to watch what they're saying. It's just like, you know, you need to be considerate in the moment, man. You know what I mean? Because after effects can be really damaging. And especially if someone like that is is having a bad day already and they're just, they're coming out to do the most for what they can do in their situation and then people out here commenting rubbish. It's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Just one thing or one little no. comment. Uh, just to and no one's perfect though because I can't call everyone out. No, no one knows, innit? Like, no one's perfect, yeah. but... Definitely, it's one of those things where we definitely need to be more considerate of where people are mentally. And especially if you see, like, a drastic change physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you need to be like, okay, maybe this Ask person's not going. You know yeah. what I mean? Even if they're not answering Check your questions, it's just yeah. have a little time out for them. Like, yo, man, everything good? Like, how's your Spend day been? You know what I mean? Eventually, they'll open mm-hmm. up to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. Obviously, RIP Chadwick Boseman, man. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, Why I do you think, though, like... We tend to grieve celebrities much more. I think it's just or not the, much more, but like no, no. Do you know it's like a good question? Them, it's a good I mean? question mm-hmm. because I feel like they have such a big impact on the commu- on all communities. Mm. For example, Kobe Bryant. Mm. Some people turn around and be like, he just played basketball, but it's like what he achieved in basketball. Even if I I didn't watch basketball like that back then, but I knew who Kobe Bryant was. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like it's the legacy. Of they're bigger than yeah. what the the actual thing they're representing is. Yeah, do you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like they hold much bigger weight and belief. Like someone might be like. Kobe Bryant's mentality, you know, inspired me to get all A's in my exam. Like, was a, you know, he's a killer on the court. So when I got to school, I wanted to make sure I was super focused and nothing else stopped me from achieving what I wanted to achieve. You get what I'm saying? So I think sometimes certain people, not all, not all, because, you know, sometimes celebrities are like, oh, that's sad. 
everyone moves on. But I think certain celebrities or people with huge platforms and hot followings, let's not, let's not say celebrities, people with huge platforms and followings that leave such a, or have such an impact on people because of the stuff they've managed to achieve and represent and being bigger than whatever they're representing. So Black Panther, we know it as a film, but it was like a movement. Yeah. Um, so many people, I'm not even going to say people of colour, black people were in the cinema. People don't even go to cinema. Like old people, like, ain't no black superhero films. <laughs> they go and see it and they're like, oh my God, like people in tears, like, it's the best film I've ever seen. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you get kids running around saying Wakanda forever. I think it's just such a big impact. And don't get me wrong, before that, he had a legacy as well, but that is like the, the perfect icing on the cake. Like, yeah, this is the yeah, guy. Yeah. This is the guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? Pop Smoke for the little bit of success that he like enjoy, enjoyed while he got to like experience it. Even though he necessarily didn't have loads of number one hits, it's the energy. It's different. Mm-hmm. I heard Welcome to the Park. I was like, who's this? You know what I mean? like, I'm in my car. I was like, who's this? And then I'm playing it. I'm like, nah, this is a banger. They came out of another one, like Dior tunes. Like, oh, this is a banger. You know what I mean? And it's like, you're creating your own lane. Everyone was doing drill, but it's like, nah, this guy's voice, this guy's dancing as well in the videos. Like, it's cold. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, you're bigger than whatever, you're is, whatever it is that you're doing now. And you represent the potential in people. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So. Even starting from the ground up. Like, yeah. Yeah. You could be from the gutter and then you made it. So it made gives it, yeah. other people. Oh yeah, I can do it too because you did it. Yeah, yeah. So it gives that inspiration. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's dope, man. I saw some article actually, and basically was saying, basically all the same people yeah. saying that, um, that one point in our lives, you know, their work helped us to get through a difficult period mm. or something like that. Um, as you mentioned, their work can inspire our own dreams, our own goals. Mm-hmm. Um, they model possibility. Yep. Uh, their death triggers our grief of previous loss. Wow. Um, their passing activates our fears around death. Okay. That's Which that's I think is valid that's as well. That's true. Yeah. Like anyone can get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because as you said, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't feel real, innit? Yeah, for real. Yeah, it for just real, highlights man. that life is short. Life is like, short, man. Tomorrow's never promised, isn't it? So Rich, you have to live for today. Or young old anyone man even people from the UK like when that thing happened when Cadet got killed as well like yeah, in a car crash it was just like bro this guy was doing freestyles yesterday you know what I mean like it's mad like, all people like obviously anyone can die at any time but it's just like it's mad you know what I mean like this, I was listening to this guy yesterday and it's just like literally you never know when your time is and yeah man it's the small things they do like someone could have a short career but it's just like Impactful. whatever they've been doing has been, it's impacted a lot yeah. of people mm. you get what I'm saying so yeah I think that's why that's why I think people take it to heart like nah that's sad man more than, obviously, like, a person that hasn't got a large platform and isn't as well known still deserves the same kind of, you know, like, affection because they've lost their life, innit? Yeah. But mm-hmm. with them, is obviously, they've got the close proximity of people around them to really feel it. But whereas when you've got a platform and people know you from all over the world, yeah. people are going to feel it because it's like, oh, I used to watch this guy in these films or, you know, the first time I watched this sport or the first time I listened to music, it was this guy. So it's just like, it's mad. But yeah, man, I definitely... Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, RIP, man. man. Yeah, RIP. Forever, bro. For real, for real, for real. For real. But, um, yeah, man. Life is difficult, isn't it? But yeah. what if life came with a set of instructions? I don't read the instruction ever. That's the maddest <laughs> thing. So if life came with a set of instructions, I would actually try to read them. But knowing me and knowing the world, people wouldn't stay or stick with those instructions. Because <laughs> how many times have I got a bed or a cabinet? I just empty on the box and I lay it out on the ground. I'd be like... This one is quite flat, so you just put it together. <laughs> I screw this screw here. Yeah, yeah, it looks about right. And then you realize you screwed it back to front, and you're like, oh, days like everything else right, but because you didn't read the instructions, yeah. this bit is wrong. You know what I mean? So I feel like if life came with a set of instructions, 
there would still be chaos because people would not be bothered to read the instructions. I feel mm. that's what it is. Like, I don't know. It might be a bit smoother because if it says step one, do this, step two, do this, and it went up to like, let's say step 50, there's 50 steps to a successful life. I think more people might have that kind of sense of, okay, let me refer to the manual. But what happens if you skipped a couple steps and it's working? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. you get instructions, you skip like four different steps, but whatever you've built seems to function quite properly. And you're like, do I, I've spent 45 minutes on this. Am I going to take it apart and start again? Or I'm just going to work with it the way it is. And usually people are going to work with yeah, it the way yeah, it is. Yeah. If it's not falling, it's not breaking, it's fine. Mm. Even though it doesn't look like that on the picture, it's fine. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? So life is, I feel like if it came with a set of instructions, there would still be chaos. That's my personal opinion, isn't mm-hmm. it? I don't know how much, but I feel like there still would be. Because it's like, you don't have to follow these instructions. But if you do, this is what you can get out of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? How about you? What do you feel about what you guys feel? I'm being funny, but it's true. I feel like <laughs> people just wouldn't read them. No, I think, I think in a certain sense, we do get instructions. Yeah. So That's true. That's true. Because yeah. obviously. I was thinking of it like more literal, like you get a book yeah. and it says. <laughs> 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 but yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, you know, you kind of get instructions because, you know, all gen- like most people get instructions from their parents. And yeah. Like, and people still go their own ways. You know what I mean? Because I think, Ultimately, someone can tell you something, but it's not the same until you experience it. <laughs> That's very true. So you that can read it and true. be like, mm, yeah. yeah, it's but true. What if I did it this way? Rule talk. And then you get burnt. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should yeah, have to try it this way. You know what I'm saying? It's very true. It's one of them ones. Everyone can get the same instructions, but everyone will interpret it differently and everybody will take different actions. Yeah. Some people will read the instructions, do the wrong thing 50 times, then when I want to come mm. back. <laughs> Other people will just do it first time. So. Yeah, I think you're right, man. It'll still be chaos. It'll still be chaos, <laughs> man. For all, man. For all, and how can you make instructions? What is your question? No, my question was: I thinking it will be for everyone the same, or tailored to everyone? Oh, that's a good question. No, same set of instructions. Like whether you're a man, woman. Like obviously, the instructions I think are based on the yearly progress or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it'd yeah. Be like, okay, when you're when you're on step fifty, you're fifty years of age. And you should have followed everything now. You have a mortgage, you have a car, and you can go on holiday twice a year. That's that's like the end result. But the you thing is, money. yeah. The thing is, with if it was the same, everybody wants different wants. True. But oh, if it was the same, yeah. that's different just, needs. That's a good point. Different that's, a, that's a very good point. But let's say if it was the same set of instructions for everyone to be comfortable in life and to not necessarily be in... You still want stuff, but necessarily be in need because there's a difference between needs and wants. Yeah. So let's say... Uh, you follow the set of instructions. It's the same for everyone everywhere. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, you end up with a house, a car, and be able to travel twice a year. Do you think people would follow those instructions? No. <laughs> Some people would. Some people wouldn't. But do you think <laughs> do you think the majority would follow them? Uh, whether oh, you're living in so. poverty, whether you're so. super rich, whatever it is, everyone starts at the same playing field. And the end goal is you get a house, you get a car. You're able to afford food. You can go on holiday twice a year. That's it. There's always that person that wants more, though. Yeah. What about you? I, I think with everything, you know, nothing applies to everyone. <laughs> so yeah. at the same the time, same, there'll yeah. be like a good proportion of people that follow the route. Yeah. Just like, let's say even in our current world without instructions, mm-hmm. most people are kind of following the nine to five route. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Then you'll have some people that will look at the instructions and be like, I've got a better way to do this. Yeah. Then they'll mm-hmm. go, you know, maybe these entrepreneurs and ETC. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be other people that'll be like, uh, this seems like hard work. <laughs> and then they'll just, you know, they'll find a way to hack the system or scam the system True. or, you know, find 
a whole host of different ways. So I think, you know, a lot of people will find or go along a certain path, but yeah. you always have people going left and right, up and down, diagonally. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And obviously it's a sense of free will. As long as there's free will, there's always going to be someone that don't follow the instructions. You know what I mean? Uh, Especially in the real world where we kind of have a loose guidelines on what you need to do. Even to be perceived laws, as they yeah, they yeah, yeah people break the law every day. Instructions, it's so. Fact, isn't it? so if life actually came with a book of instructions on this, is what you need to do to be comfortable, people wouldn't follow it, man. That's that's, that's <laughs> plain and simple. Do you know what I mean? But even with that, yeah, let's say following, let's say people followed instructions to a T. Mm. Do you think it inhibits or limits the sense of creativity or freedom someone can have from just following instructions? Does it make the world a dull place if it just came with a set, set of instructions and everyone did the same thing? And is that necessarily a good or a bad thing? Yeah, I think every because everybody would be the same. Would be like technically, there's no. Not saying that everyone should be better. One person should be better than the other, but some people want to be more creative. Some people want to be more. I don't know another word, but I think it would be a boring thing. Everyone should yeah. do that. Yeah, well, definitely because people have different interests. You know, you yeah. can't. You can't. Um, What's that saying? You can't judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. <laughs> Damn, son. But it relates, you know what yeah, I mean? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a yeah. fish needs to swim. Yeah, yeah, so it can't. A monkey needs to climb a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if everyone was forced to, be you know, the be the yeah. same, the world would be very dull. And you have people doing it with him and some people dragging their heels. Yeah, to do it. So I agree with you guys, actually. That's true. Yeah. That's good. Mm. So even that. So moving on from instructions, yeah. When was the last time any of you guys, I think we kind of discussed this, yeah, but um, shout out Joe Budden. He was talking about this and he was like, people like, oh, you have to be professional in whatever you do. Like, you know, make a, make sure you have a sense of commitment. And we did discuss contracts before, but we didn't discuss this at certain point. He said that a lot of people always saying, honor your contract. Like, no matter what, honor your contract. Like, finish it and see it through. Have you ever got into a contract and think, this is, this is, Dead, like, I'm not finishing this and then just come out earlier. Have you ever done that? Well, if it's like basic contracts, like let's say your phone contract. Yeah. Sometimes you ever come out of it early? Have you just thought, oh, nah, you know what, i just wait till the end? Most of, most of the time we wait till the end because okay. sometimes you can't, if you come out early, you have to pay out pay a a certain, yeah. certain money. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you just stick it out. So but more if it, yeah, more, yeah, more times yeah. I'll stick it out. Like if it's a basic contract. Yeah. But if it's something whereby I'm leaving myself for it then i would come out oh, of right. it well, yeah. you've signed it though so technically you'd be bound until the end of the contract. yeah no it's legally binding but there's always there's, there's always where there's a will there's a way yeah. so you can always find somebody to you? get out of it yeah, how about you? <laughs> uh yeah i'll say most contracts are probably you know honored yeah. but if it came a situation where i needed to bounce for whatever reason yeah. you try to get out of it i'll do it because there's Obviously, stuff are le- stuff is legally binding, binding, you know what I mean? Yeah. But more time, they're not going to really go that option. If you have a conversation with them, they'll find some sort of workaround, you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, you see it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, for example, when people want to leave their jobs and they have to give uh, X amount of notice period, yeah. but if they don't honour it, the job's not really going <laughs> to hunt them down, you know what I mean? True. We're going to discuss this a bit later on, but yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. an example. Yeah. But, uh, what do you think? Think, have you? <laughs> no, I tried. Never worked though. But, um, oh, what? Like, like, just like my phone stuff, like, oh, like T was saying, they have to pay, it might be like, 
let's say I tried to leave a contract earlier, they'd be like, you owe us 300 pounds. Obviously, I got it, but I don't want to part with that 300 pounds. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, I'll drag out, just like you're dragging out. But sometimes I feel like it is unfair. Like, sometimes when they say you have to honor your contracts, especially when things have changed, or for example, like, I know we're going to go into more detail later. I don't know if we've got that. I don't even want to speak too much on that. But so if they've changed certain things on their end, mm-hmm. then technically that contract should be void. You know what I mean? And then you should be allowed to leave the contract or. Um, yeah, but sometimes it's one of them <laughs> things you go back to. You read in terms and conditions. Some, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, they have talk. clauses that are like, we'll you know, talk. this is subject to change. Da, 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 yeah, but yeah. you don't read that over. Or True. You might read it, but you might not comprehend it. True. So, That's real talk. That's real talk. But yeah, more, more times I do honor my contracts. But even with that, obviously, the only reason why we ask that question is because we have discussed um, contracts before. A good um, point that obviously Joe Biden raised was do podcasters deserve the same rights as music artists? And their records that have been streamed. So at the moment, I think the record company for music artists gets eighty percent of the streaming revenue for a lot of the streams on these sites. Like we didn't even have to fight for that, innit? Yeah, yeah, something mad at that. And then the artist gets a percentage, but then Spotify gets next to not nothing, but they don't get that much from the streams that are made from the mm-hmm. artists because obviously that their their rights belong to someone else. Mm-hmm. So if anything, the artists are promoting the platform by being on there and allowing them to use the music so people can come and visit. And then obviously that's how they make their money. They'll be charging them to have like premium monthly memberships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how they recuperate their money. But Joe, Pod- Joe Budden was basically saying, I've been in the music industry. I know what it is. Like why are podcasters not getting the same rights? Do you know what I'm saying? Like obviously you stream your podcast and do a thing. You try and come with us. With, come to podcasters with a massive... Like when you're popping, because I think he said we did have this discussion. It was number one for two years straight, mm-hmm. like most listened to podcasts, whatever. And it was just like, yeah, like now they they come to us with contracts. They start giving us terms and conditions, and like once we meet certain um, incentives, we get bonuses and that. So it's like we meet these incentives. Like they they got paid their feed for the two year contract. So it's like we meet these incentives, but they didn't get their bonuses. Like they changed the incentives. Like now, nah, if you guys do this now, nah, we'll give you the money. Or like when it came to when it came down to it, they just they basically were moving the goalposts, innit? Because they said, mm-hmm. "No, we can't offer you this. We'll offer you this." They're not like, "Okay, cool." They're not like, "Actually, no, that's too much money. We'll offer you this." So they're just changing <laughs> it. And it's like, but you you said it in the contract. If we meet this, we get this. And now yeah. you're changing the goalposts. Like, why is that allowed? So obviously, I don't want to go into too much detail, but he was just like, you know, like he's kind of leading a way where he just didn't sign a new contract with them, and he was like, they were throwing money at him, innit? Trying to get him to sign a new contract, and he's like, they came to him a contract quite early yeah into his original contract eight months before yeah it was like before the thing was gonna expire they're like oh you know what you guys are doing so well we're gonna hit you with more money than you've ever seen and then he kind of just thought if they're willing to offer me this much money how much is this thing actually worth then do you get what i'm saying like it's mad that someone can offer me this much mm-hmm. and even though we're putting in work because they do their thing twice a week because what is this thing actually worth then you know what i mean so he didn't sign it and they got upset and then Eventually, end up walking away from a deal with um, Spotify. But yes, look, obviously, I'm going into a long topic. But the, the initial question is: Do podcasters deserve the same rights as the music artists that are getting streamed on these sites or platforms? I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not. I think, I think Spotify are very smart. So they are. The fact that they are not paying for podcasters, yeah. um, it gives them a lot of freedom to go out and offer these sums. Yeah. Because they know they're not having to pay out to the podcasters. Yeah. So 
And as you mentioned, the, with the music money, they're not really getting the money. They c- like they're not really getting money like that because yeah. um, there's record labels and there's the artists to pay. Yeah. But podcasts, everything that they, all the people that are coming to them for is like, if even if you got better following, all of them are coming. All of to them the are coming to that to pay the pod exactly. to pay the um, platform to subscribe. Exactly. Yeah. So for them, it makes more sense to focus on podcasts and. Yeah. And yeah, I think Joe Biden is completely right because, you know, why shouldn't you? <laughs> you're, you are attracting people to yeah, that. Platform. You're the creative. You're person. getting their money. You know what I mean? And the fact that they're willing to offer so much just shows the value that you bring. Yeah, that you bring. And you know, podcasts are usually quite long, so He's people f- are there for a long yeah. period of time. So you keep them engaged, basically, because he was like, he was coming with facts, isn't he? And he wasn't obviously he likes to shout a lot, but he was coming with facts and figures. Like our podcast is three hours long, and people stay till the end. Yeah. It's like people are not doing that for records. They listen to a record once or twice. That's it. They go about their day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like people listen to us talk about anything for three hours. That in itself is worth so much. Do you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, it's true, you know. Like if someone can. I was not that long, but people usually I would, I'm, I'm assuming stay to the end and listen yeah. to the whole thing. But if someone can have something for three hours and you're bringing people into one place on one platform and you have their undivided attention for that long, it's worth a lot of money. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like he was basically like just. People need to know their worth, basically. And we, we've discussed this many a times. Like, you need to know your worth. But I definitely agree with you. I feel like podcasts definitely deserve the same rights as, as music mm-hmm. artists because you're putting in the time. Like, when you're coming to record your podcast, you're going to the studio, basically. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, this is not an attack on Spotify. This is business. Everyone knows, isn't it? But yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. you need to know, again, like we always say, know your value and know your worth. But I feel like, yeah, they definitely deserve the rights, like some kind of licensing agreement. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? Um, you know, whether it's... But he was just saying, don't let it be 50-50. It's your thing. Yeah. So you got to make sure you still have the majority because no matter how big you are, how small you are, it's about owning it. Because we're always talking about ownership. It's like, the moment you see someone and you sell it, that's gone. Now you're working for someone. It's not yeah. your thing anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, even they were hit with con- contractual obligations. Like, you need to be here twice a week because they only, do, they, they only used to do it once a week. So that's, a, that's another thing. Like, you're working now. You have to be there twice yeah, a week. Yeah, you have to be a worker. Yeah. And yeah, bearing true. in mind, their shows are three hours. So one episode is three hours. So that's six hours in a week. Some people do that. You know what I mean? Part-time shifts. Like, I work six hours a week. So now they're doing it for something that they've created. So now, technically, what he was saying was they're no longer the owners of their own destiny. Like, they're, they're working for someone else now. Yeah. Even though it's their, mm-hmm. their podcast, people are telling them what to do to make sure they honour it so they can get the money that they've been promised mm-hmm. or given. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely an interesting way, man, because it's like people, people like to laugh and joke because obviously they were talking about you know the the bargaining tools and stuff they went through, and it was like people just not seeing the bigger picture. We keep we keep talking about ownership and how important it is to keep your rights and stuff, but when it comes down to it, he's like you kind of see who's raw because once they're throwing so much money at you, some people have never seen that money in their life. So it's just like nah, I'm with it, whatever you want to do. But then it's like after a while, once you have the money again, don't get me wrong, a million pounds or whatever it is that they're offering you is a lot of money, but it's the sense of how much freedom do you want. You know what yeah. I mean? What's mm-hmm. what's your freedom worth? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And it, it's it's mad because you know what I mean. Like I'm not a hypocrite. Like if someone was offering us stupid amount of money on the table, I'm not going to immediately turn it down. Oh yeah. Regardless, yeah. you know what I mean. It's just be like, it, it? Yeah. yeah, like what do we do here to make sure it works in our interest the best? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I thought that was a very interesting point that he he spoke about. But even moving on from that, him leaving Spotify, do you think it affects the the attractiveness? Of them, 
Of Spotify. Yeah, of Spotify. Yeah. Bringing in mm. new listeners. Like, oh, let's go to Spotify and listen to stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I've always been an Apple Music guy anyway. Mm. But there was at one point, Bearview's like, well, Spotify. No, yeah, no, Spotify. Yeah, yeah, Spotify's yeah. better. Because mm-hmm. people kept telling me that. I was just like, I might just download Spotify now. But you know what I mean? But him leaving, he was just like, nah, man. Like, he was just like, they need to kind of like know the value that we bring. Yeah, so yeah, us yeah. leaving, mm-hmm. they're going to lose listeners, isn't it? Because I think, I can't remember what the figures was, but yeah. He had like a, I'm pretty sure in the hundreds, is in the hundreds of thousands of listeners that they were bringing on. Literally. I think it might be it, millions, you know. It would be a big loss, definitely, but yeah. I think. I think it's a big loss for Spotify. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Definitely. Because um, he already had the platform before he joined Spotify. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's an L on their part. Yeah. Rather than, because wherever he goes or whatever he starts. His listeners are his still li- going to His, his listeners are going to be yeah. loyal. Like, even reading the comments, they're all going to be loyal regardless. Yeah. So, it's, I think it's the biggest L on Spotify's part. They should have um, proper negotiated with him and worked with him uh, in terms of like the money that they deserve. Because at the end of the day, it's their own thing. They all they started it, and they're bringing. And then too much yeah, money. and Spotify just saw saw the niche and saw the area and thought, okay, I'm gonna make big bucks from there, mm. and try to use them. But obviously, Joe Budden's smarter than that. Yeah. So. I think it might not necessarily be an L for Spotify. I mean, there might be. I mean, I agree with your points, but I think, you know, business is about weighing up the pros and cons or something. Mm. So that, let's say, you know, Joe Rogan got 100 million. So let's say, for example, they even offered Joe um, 70 million. Yeah. They might be thinking, well, that's 70 million. We might be able to get, you know, number seven, number eight, number nine um, mm. for that same money. Yeah. And they might think that's worth it. So... We don't know how things will play out. We don't know the moves they'll make from now on. They might yeah. renegotiate. They might not. Yeah. But I know definitely with business, they're always looking at analytics. They're always looking at figures. Yeah. So, yeah. so it might just it might be a win for them both. True. It might be a win for One them both. One thing I will say, though, is this guy's definitely created his own lane, though. Oh, fact. Because now, all eyes are on him to see what do you do next. Yeah. Because obviously, I'm pretty sure he owns his podcast or whatever, or the, the rights to the podcast now. Because he would have patterned up quickly when they saw that he was when he saw that they were so interested in purchasing it or having an agreement with them. What I will make though, the one prediction I will make is going to sound. I don't even think it's sound crazy. I think it's, it's actually quite smart. I feel like YouTube are going to have a subdivision specifically for podcasts because now obviously it's, mm. it's videos, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Everything you go on YouTube, but YouTube, if, if anyone's been noticing, YouTube has been changing. So you go on YouTube now, you can post pictures and people can like the pictures on YouTube. So someone will post yeah. a picture or something like, you know, R.I.P. Chad Chadwick Boseman. People will like it. That's the community page, yeah. That's a community yeah. page, isn't it? I didn't even know what it was called, but I just knew it. So you can post pictures on there. Um, even mini videos like Instagram, like 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 second videos. Ten, yeah, there's some stories, like, stories in it. <laughs> yeah, there's little stories. Like, yeah. Now they'll have lives where they do live streaming. People can comment while the lives are going on. That's yeah. been going on mm. for a while. But they've got stuff where they're ever changing it. So who's to say within the next six months to a year that they don't have specific pages for podcasts or like a specific subgenre where it's YouTube podcasts? It's possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just think, though, they don't have that for musicians. What's that? Like a specific page. True. Do they? I think they do, you know. I'm not sure what... I'm what trying to... I don't want to... I don't want to seem like I'm um, capping. Because there's a lot of people saying, that mm. do podcast on there and then they do record, record it, but there's not an actual subdivision where it's like... Yeah, they but the, yeah. They, yeah. they have like, the gaming, they have the other stuff. Mm. But, but is there a specific, like, music channel page? Because obviously you've got got snippets from films you got everything on youtube in mm. it hasn't been broken down to specifically subdivisions yeah. but that's, that's why then you have subscribers because the thing is 
But you have acoustic sessions. I'm pretty sure they have their own thing for that. I don't yeah, know if maybe. that's true, but go on. Yeah. I'm going to say, but what they might start doing is, you know how Spotify have been doing exclusive deals. YouTube might start doing exclusive. Exclusive, yeah. Like shows or whatever, so podcasts. So you can only get on YouTube. Yeah. So that they do actually everyone. do. They do. Okay. They call it YouTube Red, I think. I'm, okay. I might be wrong, but yeah. they do have like their own channel. It's not big like Netflix and stuff yeah. like that where they have their original, but they do have original um, shows and stuff series that they do show on YouTube. So okay. I'm not, but I'm not exactly I'm, I'm sure, not sure what name yeah. they gave it. I'm not sure if it's YouTube or Insta. It might be YouTube or it might be both. There's another thing now, like viewers, listeners, people that follow pages can have access to exclusive content, but they have to pay. It's oh, like a, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a, is yeah, it yeah. premium? Is that, see, sorry is guys, it, I'm behind, but I don't know. So basically, you pay like a I monthly. I thought I was just for no ads. <laughs> yeah, oh, is it? So I don't, I don't know, but apparently there's a thing now because I was reading it and it said to have to have access to exclusive content. I think Instagram are trying to introduce it. I don't know if it's YouTube, but it's like you have to start basically streaming and paying a feed, the same as you do with Apple Music and Spotify. I don't know if it'll be that much. But it's like people are, are starting to become become forward thinking. Yeah. So if you do own your thing now, like for example, for us, as much as I wouldn't like to charge people, it might be. I'm not saying that we're gonna do that, guys. But you know, it's just it's it's a thing of making sure you know your worth in it. Because yeah, if yeah, people yeah. really listen to it and they're really supporting your thing, like, however much it is, people there's always gonna be two. Even if it's just three people, yeah, it might be two percent. You know what I mean? Like they're always gonna support Facts. you in whatever you're doing. So watch out, guys. That like, obviously this is not me saying that we're gonna do that, but it's just. It's getting to There's an error now. For that, actually. Is it? Yeah. Is I was going to discuss it with you. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. So, <coughs> yeah. So, heads up, guys. But yeah, like, <laughs> it's getting. We're getting into the stage now, yeah. guys. Where for everyone listening, for everyone like whatever planning to do something creative, and you own it, people are actually going to start having to pay for your time. Do you get what I'm saying? So, in a sense of knowing your value, expect those changes because I'm pretty sure within the next two years it's going to be everywhere to listen to anything. You're going to have to have some kind of access mm. or streaming or if it's free it'll be limited you yeah. know what I'm saying so yeah man times are changing and Joe Budden seems to be the leader of the new school when it comes to podcasting oh, he's doing a lot man. Cool, man he's doing a lot so that's dope man yeah I think I think to be honest though he will he'll be alright yeah so do I I think he'll be fine I think he's already got a big enough platform from being in the music industry yeah. to kind of really thrive because they could solely be based on YouTube and then maybe design their own website where you can go and listen to a pod- listen to their podcast and mm-hmm. people have to pay and people will do it. Because I've noticed that's the difference between, for me personally anyway, and this is not shaming anyone, but specifically between American content and UK content, they're quick to push the... And it's not intentionally, but I think it's them recognising their worth. Like even on YouTube videos, they'll be like, oh, donate to our patron. Yeah, I mean, if you want to see if you want to see more stuff like this and you like what we're doing, it's not by force, but it'd really help us out if you donate to it. Mm-hmm. People are making a living off that. You get what I'm saying? Or they're making stuff that they can reinvest into their into their product, yeah. so it's even better when other people come to view it. So they got patrons, they got subscription services. So they they've kind of been I wouldn't say ahead of the curve, but they've been leading that already. So you know, it's definitely important to 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 value the product that you've got. Oh, facts. Sure, so, and also when you are, it's a lot easier to do that when you're kind of good already yes yes so it's a lot definitely. better to like you might see life like i don't know 150 mil but if you've already got 15 mil you might be like you know what i'm good i don't have to necessarily sell out for sell that. out for that mm-hmm. true so and i think that's what joe Biden was saying because it's like they got money but obviously even him having money he's never seen the, the kind of money spotify yeah, were offering yeah, yeah. to them before but it's like it's like sticking with your guns because he was like the most dangerous kind of person is someone that's curious if they ask you why before they accept anything they're obviously in the know-how or in the loop of something. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily not being right, but wanting to know everything about 
what they're entitled to for whatever they're getting. You know what I mean? The monetary gains that they're getting for it. So, you know, I took that. I took that, and I was just like, yeah, I felt that one. It's true. Because if someone's willing to offer you so much money, even if they're not willing to offer you so much money, they're offering you anything. You got something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of some sort of importance, and that goes for anything. Whether that's a podcast, whether that's a clothing brand, whether that's a platform, whatever you're doing, whether that's an event, you got something. And I'm not saying. Like, this is not for me to go out to people and say, turn down every deal. But it's definitely make sure whatever you're doing is working in your favour. Because mm-hmm. Joe Bodden was like, oh, he had a meeting with um, Diddy. No, not Diddy. Um, sorry, not to Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yo, can you tell me some more information about the deal? I was like, no. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm offering <laughs> you guys money. Like, no. And he said, at least he kept it, it, kept it A1 with them, innit? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. now they went to the next people. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll give you information. But it wasn't all the information. So it's like they're trying to scam them into the deal. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's difficult, but again, you know, practicing what you preach, man, know your worth, for sure. Literally, man. For sure. And, yeah, even on that topic of, like, you know, letting one of your key performers leave, man. Yeah. It's that time, Messi, trying to leave Barcelona. Everyone knows who Messi, you, you know who Messi is, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if you don't watch football, you know Messi, but he's, like, he's been a staple for that team for so long. Like, yeah. we're always talking about sports, but he's been a staple for boss. Like, that's that's the maddest thing. This is what we're talking about when icons and stars are bigger than the sport they represent. Yeah. Could you imagine, mm-hmm. yeah, if COVID didn't happen this year, I would have gone to Barcelona specifically to see Lionel Messi play at the new Camp. Not because I cared about the stadium, but because the player has been so magical for so long. It was like, let me see this guy in person. Yeah, just once. That's, mass- <laughs> that's massive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And me going to Barcelona, it's easily at least three to four hundred pounds of my own money. I've got to pay for accommodation. I'm going to go out there. That's just for flights, you know, that mm-hmm. three, four hundred pounds or whatever it is that I'm paying. My accommodation, I gotta to pay to eat, I'm gonna do sightseeing, I'm gonna put money in other people's pockets, I might pay for a tour guide, then I'm gonna to go to the stadium. I'm gonna buy stuff in the stadium. This is just to see a player that doesn't even know who I am. But because I've seen him on TV and I've seen him be so good for so long, mm-hmm. it's massive. Again, like Joe, Joe Budden on Spotify. I like what this guy's saying, you know, I'm gonna download Spotify and subscribe. It's mad, isn't it? Like how much power and influence one person can have. I don't, I don't care about the rest of Barcelona team. It was just mm-hmm. like I'm trying to see Messi play, so. It's a massive loss for them if this guy leaves. 100%. Why is he leaving? We'll get into that. That's that's the next point we're okay. going to discuss about mm. the, the after effects. But yeah, what do you what do you feel about that particular situation of Messi? Well, about him leaving? Yeah, yeah. How much of a loss is it for Barcelona? Was it a thing where they, they could work their way back up or is it just like they need to do everything in their power to keep him? It's difficult, man, because Messi is an icon, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. The thing is, He's getting, he's getting on in, he's getting old, but he's still performing at quite a high level. High level. And, you know, even the name of Messi has some people like doing the stanky leg. So, there's some there, man. So, it's definitely going to be a loss because even the revenue this guy brings in just from being associated with the club, literally, like, you know, the, um, the shirt sales, the, the merchandise, like Messi is, as you mentioned, bigger than the club itself, <laughs> bigger than the club, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, <laughs> and he's been a fantastic servant to football. You know what I mean? So, because of his how much he's done for the club, I think it's only fair that he leaves. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. To explore, to have just a different experience. He's you know? he's, he's earned it, man. If anything, definitely, definitely man. he's earned it. But again, contracts. That's it. That's it. it. Comes down to isn't it. So. Um, he asked a question. Why does he want to leave? Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm not into football, so no. Obviously, no. That's no, a good question. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a valid and logical question to ask, isn't it? Because he's, he's in the city where the weather's nice. There seems to be so much to do in Boston. It's a nice place. 
But the team are bad. Like, and they got embarrassed the last time they played, didn't it? Like, they lost 8-2. For someone of that calibre to be on a team like that, it's not, like, selfish, but it's like, I've done all I can. Mm-hmm. And the people behind the scenes, this is the question I was going to ask next, yeah? Is, do you think people take preparation for granted? And I say this because people get to a stage in their life, they just keep winning. W, 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 after W, after W, you dominate. But the things that are making you win start to drop off. So, like, let's say I don't get up at 8 o'clock every, mo- every morning anymore because I know this today, every day for the last five years, I've been making two grand flat. So now I don't have to get up, eight, I don't have to get up and, at 8 o'clock anymore. The next thing happens. I know I don't have to call this lady to check, the, to check if the shipment has been made because it's automatic now. Yeah. So you start doing stuff in terms of preparation. You're not doing that stuff anymore. So with Barcelona, if I'm comparing that analogy... They, it seemed like they stopped investing properly into the team. So they had young players come up uh, from the team, understood what they were about, and they developed quickly to a high level. And they were buying the right players yeah. uh, to surround a, a person like Messi that brings so much to the team. But it got to the stage, everything started to go wrong. Some of the young players were leaving. They weren't investing in them. They wasn't investing in the team. And this guy was carrying the team. So my question is, do you think um, preparing for the future or just preparing in general is very underrated? I, don't, I think it's like a, it's an easy answer, but there's more emphasis I want to put on it, isn't it? Like, do you think it's underrated and do you think it's important to prepare for the future? I don't expect the worst. So I did that. <laughs> I hit you okay. Okay, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> of course, man. Preparation is... Preparation, you can do all things. Near me, I can't remember my quotes, you know. <laughs> um, prepare to fail, fail to prepare. No, fail to prepare, prepare, prepare to, to fail. Yeah. So... And another quote, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talked yeah. about it before, but you know, once you get comfortable, familiarity breeds contempt. True. So, so you just take certain things for granted, mm-hmm. and sometimes you lose a bit of that that edginess when you reach the top. Yeah. You start thinking, you you start losing that humbleness that you know. Entitled. Yeah. That's it. Not becoming entitled, like you know, I deserve to win, and you kind of forget everything that it took to get you there, and you start um, not taking things as seriously as you should. So, yeah. it's only natural that that things start to drop off. And there's also another thing of over reliance. Yes, so because they've had such a get standout out, payback. Get, get out, Joe. Free card. All it the can time. cover the over a lot of cracks that yes. had that person not been there. <laughs> The whole thing would have um, Lapsed, shattered yeah. or um, crumbled even. So it's been a combination of things, to be honest. Like Messi has been getting on in age for a while. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, they haven't invested for a while. They haven't, they haven't, um, some of the signings they've made haven't banged. Questionable. Questionable. And, and yeah, I don't, I just think they've been taking a lot of stuff for granted. True. So preparation, definitely. It's important as well. Because he's been, uh, well, judging from what you said, because um, he's carrying the team, obviously he's going to get tired. Mm. So there comes a point in time where enough is enough. Yeah. yeah. That's so. important, man. And I feel like, as T and Tuto mentioned, yeah, there's only so long, you know what I mean, you've got that jail, get out of jail free card. And I think this is in life. Like, Forget about football now. Mm. If you're doing well at something, expect there to be a come down, innit? That's why I say, yeah, and I take this stuff for granted all the time, but it's like, Prepare for the worst, you know what I mean? Mm. So even if it happens, it's an L and you're upset, but it's like, cool. 
I prepared for this. You know what I mean? I know how to do it. I've been in this situation before, but people forget. Like, as much as there's highs, there's always going to be a low. You know what I mean? And that can be in anything. So it's important, man. I, I can't give you the specific things or what you need to prepare for. But if you've got a successful business or you've got a successful activity or something you've, you've succeeded as, if it becomes stagnant and you're doing the same thing, anything you're doing, it starts to become easy to read. Mm-hmm. Just the same way when you go to the gym. If you go to the gym and you've been working and doing the same workout for six months, your body gets used to it and it's not yeah. a challenge anymore. That's it. They tell you that you're not, you're not improving, your body's not improving. So it's putting yourself, it's not necessarily saying I'm expecting failure, but putting yourself under stress where it's like, I need to work. Yeah. Because just because you got to the top now, you worked hard or you've been dominating, you've been the, the major share of the market or whatever it is that you're in, been the upcoming guy you've been the up you've been the underdog and you got to a place of dominance no one around you is going to be sitting down thinking oh they're doing their thing man Facts. Mm-hmm. everyone's going to be working twice as hard just to match well. you or to be yeah. like no nah, we're going to be better than these don't dogs. get complacent you know I mean? so you can't yeah it's complacency you know what i mean I, I i don't think because people are questioning like who's at fault just just you know just the same thing it's like if you work in a in a, in a workplace like um Citibank or pwc mm. like not to throw any business i'm not there's probably still doing fine but for example, if they got a sharpshooter and a fresh out of university student that's on it mm-hmm. and starts making them peas, like, yeah. and they continue their dominance, everyone's happy. Like, if he's not reinvesting himself and learning new stuff and learning how the markets and stuff change, another student will go to another bank and will just eclipse him and be like, oh, you know, we can do this now. It cuts down like 10% of the lo- workload that mm-hmm. we've been doing for the last thing. So it just goes to show in life the importance of always preparing yourself for the worst, but also making sure that you don't take your position of dominance for granted. You know what I mean? And making 100%. the right decisions. It's difficult, but sometimes you need to take a step back and be like, oh, this guy's been, he's been carrying us, you know? Like, what do we uh, need to do? Mm. And what do we, like, sometimes it's a conversation because I feel like reading an article about him, people just, like, he was, people around him were saying that no real kind of sense of communication was had. So whenever they played badly, he was blamed for it. Whenever they won, he was the guy getting the credit as well, innit? But mm. it's like, it can't all be on me, man. It's a team sports. So yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, communication needs to be had. Sometimes you need to sit down with people and be like, where do you think we need to improve? Mm-hmm. What do you feel like? Because cause they're not on the pitch, you know what I mean? It's just the same way as sometimes you get a, a manager that's never in the office and come, will come in and be like, why are we not hitting targets? <laughs> Three days of the week, you're at home chilling yeah, with your feet yeah. up, you know what I mean? Ugg slippers, TV on, chatting chatting nonsense to your mm-hmm. friend Mark about the pub crawl that they had on the weekend, you know what I mean? <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's putting yourself in their shoes. So you need to communicate and yeah. be like, where do we need to be better, guys? Like, I'm not here all the time. Tell me, what do we need to improve on? Then that way it's not to shift blame, but it's gonna be like, no, nah, like we had numerous meetings and we invested the right way, and it still hasn't worked out. So we just need to change. You know what I mean? And sometimes I feel like you need to companies, teams, anything in life, normal people in life. Sometimes you need to know when to move on from something. Like I've had my I've had my W's with this, but now I know something else is gonna come where something's gonna be able mm-hmm. to eclipse this. So I need to look for a new way to be even more efficient. So not necessarily to sell him, but like you said, he's he's done all he can. So they should be in talks to be like, uh, you know what? You've been brilliant for us, but the ball's in your court. What do you want to do now? You get what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like he's earned the right to leave. Yeah. But people are questioning, is there ever a right li- right way to leave your yeah. job or to leave a role that you're in? But well, just before we go back go on to that, I want to go back to you. What you said, like, basically, you know, not resting on your laurels, basically, yeah. and, you know, continuing to develop and all that stuff. Because you look, I think we mentioned it, like, in a previous pod, but... You look at the athletes at the top, these guys are still grinding. Yes. They're the first in the gym, the last to leave. Yep. Like, you look at LeBron, mm-hmm. this guy's spending 
like a million plus <laughs> on, his body. on his body, you know what I mean? Just to keep developing. You look at look at Amazon. They spend about, I don't know, like a billion or, or a million or something crazy <laughs> on just research. Just to just research, just to see right. what's the next new thing to do. Yeah. And that's how they're continually staying on top of these things. So it just shows you the importance of reinvesting and preparing, as you say. And being a friend to change. That's key because like yep. you said, as soon as you mentioned the research point, Amazon have been with it. Any way um, to find a new way to deliver stuff, they're with it. Like, yeah, cool, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll try all that, see if it works. If people like it, it'll work and cool. We'll there's a lot of things that they're yeah. doing that has failed, but they still did a lot it. of things yeah, that, you know what I mean? that worked, worked out for them you know as well. I mean? So that research element is important, man. Yeah, Definitely. that's a very good point, man. So even back to my point, do you think there's mm-hmm. a, a right or wrong way to leave a position, whether that's a sports team, whether that's your place of work? You think there's ever, like, if you feel like they've mistreated you, should you still have that attitude of, F you, I'm out? Or should you still kind of be graceful in your in your exit? So let me take this situation, for example. Yeah. So I've seen an argument where people feel he shouldn't leave like this. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's quite the romantic tale for you to leave on a high. Yeah, uh, of course. After, after you, like, you know, raise your team for one final try. Yeah. And I get it because... Because yeah, to be honest, it'll go down better in your in your legacy. legacy but yeah. at the same time, the amount of time this guy has been there at this club, he's been there since a child, basically. Yeah. And the amount of like records this guy's usurped. It's just like, smash, bro. Yeah. yeah. The amount of um, crazy situations he's got. The amount of I think because his same level of drive and enthusiasm is not being matched anymore. I think you know he should be allowed to leave. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, though. One more season where if he was to take them back, I think that would be legendary. Yeah, I think true, that would be mad. true. But at the same time, there's no guarantee for that. And he's done it for so long. Yeah. I, I don't think personally this is a terrible way to leave. But Sunk inside me does want him to like, you know, do just, it one more time. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But in terms of the actual question, yeah. is there a wrong way and a right way to leave? I think, I think there is. I think sometimes you can leave a job very hastily like I mentioned it previously about how you know sometimes you don't you might not honor your contract period or da 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 and yeah it's situational if you've been mistreated by your job and you know you really don't care then it is what it is but at the same time sometimes you have to be wary of you know the connotations of that so and I think it just depends like sometimes some industries are small so if you leave and your names are being talked about in certain circles, you might be getting blocked and you might not know why, but yeah. it might actually be because you know, of the way yeah. because of your conduct. Yeah. But I think I don't think that's in all cases, but definitely it's something to take into account. And I think generally, you know, how you carry yourself in one thing is kind of how you carry yourself in a lot of things. So, mm. you know, you should try and you should try and honor your commitments, you know what I mean? And your obligations yeah. because when you leave on a good note you know you never know where your name might be mentioned next yeah, yeah, like, true. obviously I wanted him to say but he was a good worker you know da, 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 yeah. da. and they might mention you for a next thing and then you might you know get an opportunity yeah, that yeah, way true. so true. yeah that's that's my two cents on that okay what do you feel like to be fair like you have to assess the situation yeah like you don't want to lose yourself just because of something else that's going on um, just stay true to who you are and just leave 
in an appropriate manner. Don't come causing ruckus and everything just because they did you wrong or did you dirty. So I think you should just be calm and level-headed. And then if you want, write a dangerous email and say to put your two cents in it. But in terms of like your self-respect, I think just leave in a calm. Yeah. I agree way. with you. I think that I feel like there's a right and a wrong way to leave in it. Even if you've been bullied and whatever, and they just haven't treated you right in your position. You still gotta have a bit of decorum and just leave mm-hmm. gracefully. You get what I'm saying? Then they, there's nothing they can taint you with. Because let's say you was experiencing mad stuff, and then they're like, "Yeah, he was violent when he mm-hmm. left," and this is the reason why we believe his allegation may have been false, or you know, he exaggerated mm-hmm. it. But it's just like, well, you have been experienced. They're not gonna see your side of the frustration. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's just exactly. gonna be like, if you need to take annual leave and you haven't used it, take it. You know what I mean? If that's how you wanna go out, that's fair because you're not leaving on the negative. You're yeah, entitled yeah, yeah. to it. But if it's a thing where you need to work, you leave like that. But in the case of Someone like a Messi, because obviously he had a loophole where they're trying to exploit where it was like he could leave for nothing, basically, this season. But they were like, it expired in June. And he was like, well, oh, yeah. the season got extended. That was deep of them, to be honest. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. they were like, well, the season got extended, so you're basically into your new contract, innit? And he was like, well, you guys didn't extend the season. It was the governing body, innit? So technically, that should still be in my contract because the season hasn't expired and I continue to play. You know what I mean? So there's, there's an argument to both sides, but La Liga... The, the league that Barcelona play in, in are backing the team mm-hmm. because they know money's going to go into their pockets yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And no one's paying 700 million euros for a 33-year-old. It's impossible, no matter how great he is, you know what I mean? But it's like the league are going to back the team to show that there's no one bigger than the team. At the end of the day, I think he might just be one of those players that is. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just need to give him his just dues because he's done all that he can. Because why would you play someone for the last season of their contract that doesn't really want to be there? You know what I mean? You're tainting both your legacies now, you know what I mean? So I think they should just give him give him like the grace of being like, all right, you know what? This guy's done all he can for us. Like he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, man, everything comes down to business and contracts. And it's just if there's loopholes, both yeah, both sides will exploit it. So he's it's trying to get out because he's like, no, it's extended. And they'll get out and be like, Well, it's past the date, it's past June the tenth. I mm-hmm. think that's the date they said. So yeah, man. It's fair in, in love and war, but <laughs> business and pleasure don't mix for real, for real. Not so lesson to be learned. Definitely, man. So obviously before we round up, um this was me going off a on a tangent, a random one, but um, I was thinking about, and I was discussing this as well, and I was talking about Recess. I was thinking, do you know that, obviously, we're talking about cartoons here. Yeah, if yeah. Everyone yeah. used to watch cartoons at some point. Obviously, there's different ones now. I don't know what they're watching on TV. <laughs> it's probably YouTube or something like that, or gaming. But yeah, like, growing up, I used to bang out Recess, and that was my show. Innit? Obviously, everyone's got different yeah. shows. Everyone's I used to watch it, but... Is not, it? not Wrigley. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't even remember it. It's like, it's like The Simpsons. Simpsons. For me, that was like The Simpsons. Oh, I used okay. to bang it. Mm-hmm. I used, to, I used to bang it. But I was thinking, it's crazy. Like, obviously, um, with Recess, yeah, for anyone that's watched it, I better get some comments on this one. For anyone that's watched <laughs> it, yeah, they had a small group. I think there was five of them. That guy with the cap. Yeah, the TJ Detweiler, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was his name. But um, it was a group of them. And it was sick because it just showed, like, the sense of multiculturalism and just difference in friendship groups. So, obviously, mm-hmm. in primary school, it's always mixed, isn't it? So, you have friends that are girls, friends that are boys. But usually, you stick with the guys or whatever. And in secondary school, some people have the experience of having mixed secondary schools. But I went to all boys school, so. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it was, it was still a sense of camaraderie yeah, yeah. in it. But it's, most people are kind of similar in the groups mm-hmm. that you hang around with. But obviously, if we can go as far as primary school, like, Recess did a good job in showing. So there was an Italian girl, an American kid, obviously. But all of them were American, but, you know, it kind of sh- showed yeah, their roots, yeah, yeah. in it. Tomboy. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it played on certain stereotypes, but it was, like, lighthearted. And it was funny. So from there, I felt like, this was a good question to ask here. Like, do cartoons 
basically teach inadvertently or subconsciously te- teach children life lessons. So I'll give you an example. Yeah, like I was watching the episode of Recess. I don't know what this episode is called. And TJ, the guy with the cap, is like the he's like the coolest guy in the school. Oh, okay. Everyone's got one of those guys. Everyone wants to be friends with this guy and whatever. Is he the main character? Yeah, yeah. He was like okay, obviously okay. in the group of friends. He was like the leader. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So there was one episode. That, it was funny enough. It was a black guy in it, and he was just like. Everyone liked him. Everyone used to laugh, laugh at his jokes, yeah. But whenever that black guy was around TJ, he just used to walk off. <laughs> or just like, just be like, you know what I mean, whatever. And he was like, why don't you like me, man? Like, he would always ask him, but the guy would never answer. So yeah. he would do, he would misbehave. He would do whatever he could to get this guy to like him. Okay. And in the end, yeah, he did some crazy, like, like um, thing to get everyone ice cream in the school, innit? Mm. And it banged and everyone was singing this guy's name, but this black guy was still like... <laughs> you know what I mean? and then TJ's like what like no one's ever done this I got everyone ice cream and yeah. the guy was like and then TJ's like oh why don't you like me man he's just like I don't know like it's not personal I just don't you know what I mean so I think haters that's, gonna hate you know what I mean for real like, it's, just like, it's not personal I just don't and it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. and then obviously TJ realised that the important life lesson there was not everyone's gonna like you you know what I mean like obviously he still didn't realise he was like what then his friend came over or like TJ's friend came over and was like look it's life like not everyone's gonna like you you know what I mean you're mm-hmm. the guy in the school but not everyone has to like you or appreciate your genius. So he's just like, yeah, it's true. So I thought that's a good question to ask. Do you feel like cartoons from a young age instill or teach, subconsciously teach like life lessons? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think most of them do probably because yeah. I think you have to take into account the people that are creating them. Mm. Most of them are adults, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, true. So they have to come with some kind yeah, of... They're trying to... It might not be, you know, overt, but mm. there's definitely some underlying message you can take away yeah like well, yeah no go go what was i was gonna say what was your cartoon like what was your go-to cartoon mm. growing up like you took something from you was like it's mad you know i like best stuff simpsons was another one. Oh, simpsons yeah. had their ones yeah, yeah. cartoon mm. it's mad Do you, you remember know? some show called angry beavers yeah, I remember <laughs> that. But I, I used to bang it, but I don't even remember the main characters. I know it was based on two beavers, but I was thinking yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. the concept is wild, but it, it was worked. Wild. Yeah, like it worked. I used to like cow and chicken actually. That was That's another so one. You weird. never used to see mom and dad doing it. <laughs> yeah, and there's bare theories on cow and chicken. Yeah. Hey Arnold was another one. That was yeah, my show. I love yeah. Taylor. Yeah. But you know, that with was, cow and chicken, their parents don't have upper bodies. Upper bodies, yeah. So yeah. It's just, they actually yeah. showed it at one point. So yeah. it's mad. So, yeah, so, okay, cow and chicken. That's a good throwback, actually. Yeah, cow and chicken. But I'll say. Uh, Texas Lab was a cold one as well. No, so Hey Arnold was a good one. Hey Arnold, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good Doug, one. Gerald Doug was Arnold. one of them as well. Yeah, Doug was not yeah. one, yeah. Hey, hey Arnold was a fuck. No, no, it shows <laughs> you, man. Like, yeah. Helga makes you know, man. Sometimes <laughs> when, <laughs> when some people are hating you, she's feeling you. Trust me. For real, for real, for real. You know what? I think probably the cartoons at that time, I probably wasn't trying to get messages from them. What? As I'll say animes, older, bro. Animes, yeah. Bro, there's bad messages Naruto in Naruto was raw. Naruto, even raw. Dragon Ball, bro. Just work hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, you can achieve anything, but just I never had Sky, so I couldn't bang it. But yeah, yeah, My yeah. thing was Pokemon, innit? So it's like, you okay. got to catch them all. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm going to catch these motherfuckers. If I get the game, I'm getting all of them. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, like... No, Naruto, bro. That was, that was mad. Yeah. Mad lessons in that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, bro. They definitely do teach that. Well, how about you? What was your... Mine, mine would be girl. either Hey Arnold or Doug. Those are the two. Doug. 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 I oh, love Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I really love that one. That, that was, was so bland really Yeah, it was bland, but it We're was good. not the show, but like, I mean the art style. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Or even Daria is one of them as well. That's another one. Uh, always for me, it always just be on a weird channel. Like, 
Channel 5. Yeah, like, <laughs> It's basically like an American character. She just had a blank facial expression all the time. Oh, is it? Like, she'd be sad. She's so straight, straight, like, with angry, her answers. Straight face. But <laughs> her satirical answers was just a reflection of life. And it was sick. They were like, I remember I was watching her, like, now. I don't know why I was doing this. Again, random, random moment. I was watching, like, um clips of Daria. And she was just speaking about facts in it. And she she, she pointed yeah you should check out if anyone hasn't you know what I mean I think it, it appeals more to the older masses but kids oh, were watching okay. it and she just used to like point out common stereotypes so the writers were those smart writers that did it subconsciously oh like, okay so like I think they were doing a film night in their school and again yeah like um they were watching the film and they were like oh is this one of those films where the black person gets killed again. Like, and obviously oh, we know in the stereotypes the black yeah, person yeah. always gets killed first and I was just mm. like it's mad that as a kid you wouldn't have, wouldn't have even clocked what she was mm. talking about she's like yeah there's mad like little lessons and stereotypes within it it's witty in it so I was thinking yeah that's sick man but yeah definitely I feel like there's bare like little life lessons that we don't uh, even know about mm. you know what I mean obviously like you said Naruto I feel like it's a bit my brother was watching it from early though so it is a kid show like, I was watching Naruto. it from early as well yeah, yeah from yeah. early but he was the one that brought me into it because oh, I never used to watch it and he was like, no, there's a thing called Naruto. I was watching it at like 12, bro. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so my brother One piece. In. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, man, you need to watch this. And for me, it was just like the whole brotherly bond between the Uchihas and that. <laughs> and then Naruto not having parents in it. Yeah, and then yeah, valuing yeah, yeah. what you're... It's just mad. There's bad lessons in it, but it's dope, man. I'm just making sure my kids stick to watching cartoons, but we can learn enough from them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, that, that was pretty much it, man. But the end of the show, peeps. Thank you again for joining us. It was a bit of a long one. One twenty-one, not too bad. I think our last one was one hour thirty minutes. Yeah. So the last one, though, people were watching to the end, didn't they? Yeah, so you know, <laughs> innit? You guys feeling our stuff, innit? But hey, um, we, we love we we love you guys, man. So yeah, man. keep um supporting. keep supporting, keep sharing, keep subscribing. Okay. Write us a review, man. Yeah, man. Leave I know we got some new people comment, in it, so um, comment. Like, you know, repost our stuff. I know when people do that, it's, it's loving it. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Appreciate it. So this week, who have you? Who have you I got? had a little weekend. I didn't do mm. anything. <laughs> so, sorry. Remember what she said last week, people. Mm, I know I said it. Sorry. No, this week. I promise. I think you promise. Um, go on. I got to think of one. Have you, have you got like, <laughs> exactly. We'll do I can't lie. This weekend has been, has been rush, 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 yeah, rush, rush, rush. This weekend has been a magazine. For real, for real. But, uh, um, okay. I don't even know if this is the worst, but I was just thinking about something the other day. Like, mm-hmm. people don't really care until you win. <laughs> <laughs> but, fact, but it doesn't invalid. It doesn't invalidate everything you do. It just means that you know you can't place your, you know, your hopes and your entitlement on them. Exactly. Your thing to exactly. Be sick. So one of the things I hope here yeah, is that you know, especially for example. I'll just take us for example. Even as we're growing, yeah, uh, so some of the things we might say it might not hit the same because we're not people. Like for example, some of the things you're coming out with. If you was Jay Z now, people would be like, "Oh, oh that's dope." Yeah, 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 yeah. True. But one of the things I hope is, yeah, you know, as we grow, and then people look back, they're like, and they'll still get been, the gems. They've been on the way from early. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to, you know, encourage people. Your people might not, you know, care as much, but. You're now, running, you're running your own race. In the man. future, yeah. when they look back, they'll be getting them gems. So we'll keep going, guys. Joe Budden said that too. For real. That's that's a fact. Um, yeah, for me, it's um my nugget of the day, yeah. Again, I think I I feel like I always say this, but it's 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 a mixture, isn't it? So it's definitely know the value of what you're worth in it. We're always saying this, but it's a fact because we say this 
people are like, yeah, it's true. You know, you need to know your value, you know, ownership and that. But forget about ownership. Just knowing the value of what you have because it's something that even if someone else is doing it, they can't replicate because you're, you're one of one. Do you get what I'm saying? So there's multiple podcasts, but not every podcast sounds the same. They might talk and discuss about the same topics, but your personalities and the kind of angles you're thinking about certain things are different to anyone else. So definitely know your worth and just remember, don't be complacent, man, because, you know, once, let's say, like you said, we get to a, a successful position, there's going to be other people that are going to be looking at us like, oh, what did they do to get to that point? Like, right, cool, we can set up this and they're going to be working twice as hard. So just know once you're at the top, you still got to be working just as hard as the next person that's trying to make it to stay in your position and continue to dominate and continue to be successful or continue to be um, relevant. You know what I mean? Because people always mm-hmm. fighting for relevancy, but they wonder why they're not relevant. It's because they're not working twice as hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes there is favoritism. People lack certain things, but you know, success isn't just by chance. Sometimes you have to create your own luck. That's, oh, that's the reality. You, you know what I mean? And people are working hard, man. So Keep reinvesting, man. Yeah, keep reinvesting in yourself, man. So once you get some it's money like- to... Don't spend it on just whatever, man. Reinvest in whatever you're you're, you're putting out there, and it will it will work. You know what I mean? And it's it's good, man. I'd like to say that obviously I'm inspired by everyone that are, that I do my podcast with. I'm inspired by seeing other people's stuff. That's why whenever I am on Instagram, I try to repost stuff to my page. Um, I'm inspired by my friends around me as well. Obviously, YFMF, they were doing their thing. I went Good to their event, and obviously they're a bit disheartened because the logistics wasn't great. But I was just like, you guys have done something which is major, isn't it? Like not everyone's doing this, so you just gotta keep pushing. Um, I know it's it's a bit long winded, but I'm, honestly, like I'm, I'm always inspired by what I see around me. And if you've got an idea, just chase it, man. Because I've got several things that I want to do, and I've been procrastinating it. But you know, I, I definitely need to push it. And there's some things to come up, guys. I think you guys will like it. So yeah, like thank you very much for listening. I hope you liked the podcast today. It was a bit long. I couldn't keep those glasses on, man. They're getting steamed. I can't lie to you. Uh, so <laughs> we will be back next week. Um, we need to get a guest on soon. Soon we'll have one, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We're just lining up. Yeah, yeah. We're lining up. Definitely, exactly. So, uh, it's definitely quality over quantity with our pod. And stay locked. Subscribe, like, share. Wakanda forever. Mm. R.I.P. Boy. Yeah.